Hello, this is Archbishop William Laurie of Baltimore, and you are listening to Catholic Baltimore on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Catholic Baltimore is a weekly radio program hosted by the Archdiocese of Baltimore, airing each Sunday following the broadcast of the Radio Mass of Baltimore. We are grateful to our Catholic radio partners for sharing with us some of the content in this program and for the opportunity to bring quality Catholic programming to the Archdiocese of Baltimore every Sunday. Welcome to Catholic Baltimore. Today we're talking with Meg Ducey, current president of Catholic Business Network of Baltimore, and Jim Randisi, who is the founder of Catholic Business Network of Baltimore. We're here today talking to them about it because CBNB is celebrating its 10th anniversary, February 22nd. Welcome to the show, Megan, Jim. Thank you. Thank you. Jim, tell us a little bit about how the Business Network got started and why. Well, uh, back in 2009, someone told me about the Catholic Business Network of Montgomery County. So I uh, went down to a meeting and was just thrilled with the fact that we started a business meeting with the sign of the cross and was going back and forth to Gaithersburg and was talking to some folks and we decided decided to start uh, a network here a little closer mm-hmm. than Gaithersburg and the uh, the model for Catholic Business Network of Baltimore is is uh, after modeled on Catholic Business Network of Montgomery County they were very gracious in helping us get started in any number of ways mm-hmm. Sharing bylaws and things like that, I imagine, all those kinds of things. Sharing bylaws, and we uh, we copied their model. We uh, meet in a business location. So you're not meeting in church halls and things like that? We're not meeting in church halls. Mm-hmm. Catholics are typically very wonderful people, but uh, tend to be somewhat parochial. So if we met at a parish, it would all of a sudden become the Catholic business network of St. Joseph's or right. St. Right. Immaculate Conception. So uh, we wanted to keep it... Uh, non-parochial and uh, keep it in a business environment and of course emphasize bringing our faith into our business environment. Now that doesn't have to be the Catholic faith even though it's the Catholic business network you have people of a lot of other faiths. We're very open to folks of all faiths. Uh, Our meeting just ended we have non-Catholics, Christians, we have Jewish folks we had a our speaker was Jewish with an incredible story this morning but uh, what we want to do is be open and at the same time show folks the jewel that we have in our Catholic faith and, and the truth. So we want to expose folks to that during our meetings too, which mm-hmm. we did this morning very well today with our sponsor being the Catholic Men's Fellowship and the video that they played. Yeah, Meg, you've been involved for several years. Uh, you're currently the president of the organization. Why did you get involved in, a, in an organization like this? Well, you know, um, I've been in business for many years. I actually was in development and political fundraising on Capitol Hill for 25 years and nonprofit fundraising in the Baltimore area for another 10 or 15. And, and I've been to a lot of networking events. And a friend of mine suggested that I join her for a Catholic Business Network meeting, and I did. But, you know, I was right away struck by the fact that this was really something special. The reason for that is it is a group of very diverse professionals from many different industries and many different professions, but all of them share a commitment to bringing their faith, whatever that faith might be, to their work. And that adds a very special dimension to what we do that really kind of animates everything that Catholic Business Network is involved in. 
Um, it's really a very warm, welcoming group of people who are sincerely committed to helping each other. Um, there's not that parochial sense or clicky sense, um, or, and it's not all the usual suspects mm -hmm. that you often find. Uh, it is truly a group of people who want to make a difference um, in the community, for each other, and in their own, in their own profession and faith life. What I find interesting about the Catholic Business Network is that it has, unlike other business groups, you have retreat days and then masses and things like that. Why does that give such a different, a different aspect to this kind of, of a group, this kind of a networking group? Well, it's, it's the ultimate expression of our faith um, in practicing our faith. Uh, and it's an opportunity to, to share that, to share that with, with our, our colleagues and friends who come, you know, to the organization looking for something different. So, you know, we have an, an Advent prayer breakfast, for instance, once a year in December. We, we meet from January to October. We don't typically have regular meetings during the holidays, but we do offer our members opportunities to connect during that time in very special ways. Our Advent prayer breakfast this past year was held at St. Mary's Spiritual Center and we actually had a mass. Typically we have a prayer service because we hold it at the hotel where our, our meetings usually take place. But at St. Mary's we were blessed to have um, a mass, an actual mass in the lower chapel where Mother Seton took her vows, um, which has touched the faith lives of so many spiritual women in the community, Mother Mary Lang and, and others. And, and then we had breakfast after that and an opportunity to you know do some networking and really really share fellowship as well as faith. So that's something very special. It's a wonderful way to begin the season of Advent and it's a wonderful opportunity to, you know, connect with folks who who share your values and your faith and who, you know, are looking to to help each other. The mission of the organization is to increase faith and business and there's a balance there and I think we do a wonderful job in terms of accomplishing both of those missions, increase faith and business. I know uh, over time in the past, people sometimes want to say, well, you're a faith study group or you're just a business networking group. And what makes the group unique is that we're both, both and, both mm -hmm. faith and business. When you have business people who are balancing that part of their life, making sure that their faith is lived out in everyday life, it makes for a healthier business and it also makes for a healthier faith. It certainly exposes you to people with whom you'd be interested in doing business, right? People who share your values, who, who share your commitment to doing what's best and, and what's right. And, uh, and you know, it's really very comforting to, to have that ability. Today we had a meeting of almost, what, 90 people, 92 people, and uh, many of them were first-timers. And it was just really exciting to see so many folks out there very excited about, you know, the message that our speaker had to share about the things that we're doing as an organization and about, you know, really coming together to help each other, to strengthen their faith as well as their business. So one of the things we haven't talked about yet is when and where are those meetings? Oh, very important. Uh, yes, we meet, as I mentioned, from January to October on the fourth Friday of each month. And typically our meetings are held at the Embassy Suites Hotel on International Circle in Hunt Valley from 7.30 to 9.30 a.m. The meeting begins with a full hour of networking, which is a great opportunity to you know meet new people and make new connections. Always got to bring a lot of business cards Absolutely. to that. Absolutely, don't, don't run out of business cards. And after that, we have a, a program, a brief program, and then we have a, a speaker. Um, and we have some very inspirational speakers. Um, today, we had a gentleman named Andy Berger, 
who has had a wonderful story to tell. Um, and you know, really very, very passionate individual. He has had both for-profit and non-profit organizations, and he's devoted his life to really making a difference for people, particularly in the area of you know, disease research. Mm -hmm. So, and turning pain that he experienced in his own life into passion for making a difference. Next month, we welcome Ed Norris, a former Baltimore police uh, commissioner and author. Um, we'll have in March, Mike Gill, and just, you know, very thought-provoking and interesting speakers. They typically speak for 20 to 30 minutes, and then, you know, then we're promptly uh, sending everyone on their way at 9.30. Mm -hmm. so. It sounds like a good way to start a, a business day, too. It's Indeed. a Friday, so things are sometimes a little bit lighter on your schedule, uh, or certainly if, if you're a member and you want to put that into your schedule every Friday or every fourth Friday of the month, that's a good way to, to make sure that you start your day well and start your weekend well. Indeed. We are talking about the, the anniversary coming up, uh, which is February 22nd, the 10th anniversary of the organization. You're going to have a special mass on March 22nd. Tell us about that. Well, we're very excited because Archbishop Laurie has very graciously offered to help us celebrate this milestone for CBNB in a very special way by offering a mass for us at the Basilica. Uh, it's a typical Sunday Mass at the Basilica, but it's going to be offered for the intentions of CBNB and in celebration of our anniversary uh, by Archbishop Laurie himself. Uh, it will be held at 1045 on Sunday, the 22nd of March, and we'll be uh, celebrating uh, this milestone with a reception afterwards in Archbishop Borders Hall across the street. So it's a great opportunity for us to really showcase what we do at CBNB, invite new friends to join us and learn more about what we do and also to celebrate our birthday. And Archbishop Laurie has been such a great friend of the organization and uh, has just uh, helped us in, in any number of ways, uh, helping us with the masses and coming to our dinners and uh, helping with the uh, breakfasts. That's great. Well, after the break, we're going to talk some more with Meg Ducey, current president of Catholic Business Network of Baltimore, and Jim Randisi, who is the founder, about some of the other services that the network offers to its members and about some of the other great things that are coming up. You're listening to Catholic Baltimore. Catholic News from the Archdiocese of Baltimore and around the world with the Catholic Review. Mary Higgins Clark, known as the Queen of Suspense to her millions of readers throughout the world, died of natural causes in Naples, Florida, January 31st. She was 92. The author of more than 50 novels, the popular New York-born author is also remembered for her strong Catholic upbringing and the way she portrayed courageous Catholic heroines in the bulk of her fiction. Higgins Clark was raised at St. Francis Xavier School and Parish in the Bronx, a borough of New York City, and attended high school at Villa Maria Academy, where one-time principal, Mother St. Margaret of the Angels, encouraged her first efforts at storytelling. In an interview with Catholic News Service, Higgins Clark explained her rationale for character building, noting that she grew up observing examples of Catholic women it was natural to model my characters after the people I knew, she said. Higgins Clark gave the sister Cleophas Costello lecture in 1994 at Loyola University, Maryland, in Baltimore. For more on this story, visit catholicreview.org. The Baltimore Catholic League, which consists of eight boys' high school basketball teams, is renowned for its caliber and alumni in the NBA. 
its officiating needs to be equally strong, and that crew includes Kara Hunter, who last season became the first woman to officiate in a BCL tournament. On workdays, Hunter is the Assistant Director of Competitive Sports in the Department of Recreation and Sports at Loyola University, Maryland, but evenings and weekends finds herself on a basketball court officiating boys' high school, women's college, and men's semi-pro games. Boys' games are among her favorite assignments, but she aspires to work in the WNBA as she finds the women's game more cerebral. It's one thing to read a rule book and another to see the play, said Hunter. For more on this story, visit catholicreview.org. From the newsroom of the Catholic Review, I'm Kevin Parks. Do you want to know more about what's going on in the church and the world than you can get from your daily newspaper or local TV? Read the only publication in the Archdiocese of Baltimore that covers the church full-time, The Catholic Review. Pick up the print magazine monthly at your parish or have The Catholic Review delivered to your home every month. You can get fresh news every day online at catholicreview.org. Subscribe to the Catholic Review e-newsletter for twice-a-week updates. Just text CR Media to 84576. Find our app on Apple and Android. And follow the Catholic Review on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Wherever your faith takes you, Catholic Review Media is ready to inspire, teach, inform, and engage. Read it today in print and online at catholicreview.org. That's catholicreview.org. For 143 years, New Cathedral Cemetery has served the needs of the Catholic community of Baltimore and Central Maryland. New Cathedral is the only cemetery owned by the Archdiocese of Baltimore and is the final resting place for many religious orders and famous citizens. 125 acres of rolling hills, trees, and beautiful monuments, the cemetery is an oasis of peace and tranquility and is located off Edmondson Avenue just outside of Catonsville. New Cathedral is dedicated to the task of tending to the mortal remains of our dearly departed and has many more years of available space. If you are in need of a burial site, vault, monument, or marker, or just a respectful location to place your cremated loved ones, our counselors will help you through this process and make sure the wishes of you and your loved ones are honored. Visit us online at newcathedralcemetery.org, like us on Facebook at New Cathedral Cemetery Bonnie Bray, or call 410-566-7770. You are listening to Catholic Baltimore on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Welcome back to Catholic Baltimore. This is Chris Gunty of the Catholic Review, and today we're talking about the Catholic Business Network of Baltimore. Not Catholic Baltimore, the radio show, but the Catholic Business Network of Baltimore. And we're talking with Meg Ducey, who is the current president of the organization, and Jim Randisi, who is the founder and first president. Thanks so much for being here. We're delighted to be here. Thank you. So today at the meeting, you talked a little bit about some of the different uh, services and opportunities that you offer. So in addition to the meetings that you have where people get a chance to network for a full hour and then uh, hear from a speaker and get a chance to introduce themselves, you talked about uh, there's a member opportunities page and there are also executive referral groups. Tell me a little bit about those and, and why they're important to the members. Well, you know, one of the things that we do at Catholic Business Network is we're always looking to build value for our members. Obviously, the most important value that we have is the fact that we all share a commitment to bringing our faith to our work and we're serious about 
strengthening our faith as well as our business through what we do at Catholic Business Network. But we have lots of other things that we offer. One of the first things I did when I came in as president was a member survey just to kind of find out you know, from our members what it is that they want and how we can build more value for them into their membership. Our membership is really one of the best values in town. It's $125 a year, and you certainly get a lot for that money. Um, but we're always looking to add value for our members. So um, based on what came out of that survey, we've launched a few initiatives in the last year and or more that uh, I think are pretty exciting. And we've got more in store for our 10th anniversary year. Jim actually had the idea to initiate some executive referral groups, which I believe were modeled on some that are done for the Maryland Chamber of Commerce. And those are small groups that meet independently of our regular monthly meetings that um, have individuals from specific industries. Their industries are not replicated within the group. And it's an opportunity for people to meet regularly and really dive a little deeper into building those business relationships. Jim, can you tell us a little bit about a typical ERG meeting? Sure. The uh, group typically consists of 10 to 12 folks, uh, and they're in non-competing industries. The group will meet once a month. They have a chance then at the meeting to talk about what they do and their business, and it enables... uh, an opportunity to establish uh, more one-on-one kind of connection with uh, folks in the other people in the ERG group. So they become your marketing force. And the kitchen uh, cabinet, as They it become were. your board of directors. If you have a problem that you want to share or something you're encountering in your business or in your faith. So it's, uh, it's really an exciting new thing that we've done that I think will go a long way to helping folks increase their business. And are, do they all meet up in the Hunt Valley area or are they spread out around the area? We have three meeting currently um, in Hunt Valley, I think Timonium and Lutherville. And Owings Mills. Owings Mills. Yes. Got it. So it spreads yeah. that out a little bit too yeah. as well. And those groups are available on the website? Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is cbnbaltimore.org. Correct. And you need to make sure we mention that. Yes. yes. You talked, Meg, a little bit about what you what the members get for their membership money. Jim, from the very beginning, this has been also a charitable organization. It has been something that gives a lot. Tell us a little about the kinds of, of opportunities that you support. What we wanted to do in the beginning when we uh, started our to grow and uh, started having our events, we wanted to share the fruits of the success of the organization and uh, make it a good work. We wanted to engage in good works and we adopted the project of helping Catholic education. So the group established an endowment with the Catholic Community Foundation and the first dinner uh, raised $5,000 back in 2012 and as of recently the organization is up to $120,000 that we have in the endowment that goes toward helping high school students in the archdiocesan high schools. Mm -hmm. We also fund uh, scholarships, partial scholarships, each year for two students, one male, one female, 
attending Catholic high schools in the Baltimore area. And those are presented at our leadership breakfast, which happens in May or June this year. It's going to be uh, held on June 26th. And it's a, another very exciting way to support Catholic education in our community. The 120,000 that Jim mentioned is separate and distinct from that. So we're, we're kind of doing both every mm -hmm. year and very committed to, to doing that. Uh, those sponsors, the sponsors that we have, um, we have annual sponsorships as well as meeting sponsorships and our annual sponsorships really help to fund that as well as our memberships. So, you know, we're very, very fortunate to be able to make that difference in the community. We're very committed to doing that. And it's, I think, an important benefit for our members as well to know that they, that, you know, their participation is really helping to touch these young lives because after all, the folks in our area Catholic schools are our next generation of Catholic business leaders and fostering their spiritual as well as their academic growth is truly a gift and a privilege for us. You mentioned the Leadership Breakfast. Uh, there is an award that's given each year at that. Tell us a little bit there, about, about who the awardee is this year. He, he might be in the room. He might be. I had the privilege of announcing at our meeting this morning that Archbishop Laurie, who typically nominates a business leader in the community for our Catholic Business Leader of the Year Award, has enthusiastically nominated Jim Randizi to be our 2020 Catholic Business Leader of the Year. And I can't think of a more deserving recipient. Um, we would not be here where we are today without Jim's leadership and vision and passion. And we're truly grateful to be able to acknowledge that in this very special way. Mm -hmm. So you all need to be there for our June meeting to support him. There you go. <laughs> when you look at, at the Catholic Business Network, and especially the Catholic Business Network in Baltimore, what's the strength of having a group like this that's been meeting now for 10 years. Does it help with ethics in business in, in our area? Does it help with training new people in our area? What's, the, what's that long-term impact you've now had after 10 years? Well, I believe, and Jim, correct me if, if, if I'm not on base with this, but I, I really feel strongly that what we have to offer the community is the model that we have, the commitment to bringing our faith to our work. And so often in our very secular society. You know, we have the, the separation of church and state in our constitution, but in modern day society, that separation is so distinct, and, and so often we lose touch with the spiritual side of what we're doing in life. To be very front and center about committing ourselves to bringing our faith to our work, and you know, acknowledging that those two are so intricately connected, um, I think it's really important and something that we offer the community. And it's something that really fills a need for people um, when folks who are not Catholic come to our meetings. When I speak with them afterwards or at our meeting, I, I often hear, wow, you know, this is just such a good group of people. I'm feeling so welcomed. I'm blown away by how warm everyone is here. And, you know, really that speaks to what we do and how our faith animates everything that that Catholic Business Network is all about. Our meetings, our events, our support of Catholic education and the next generation of Catholic business leaders, you know, all really important ways in which, you know, we're bringing that spirit to the community. Mm -hmm. Building God's kingdom in Baltimore. Great. Our speaker this morning talked about knowing your why. And if you know your why, you can put up with any how. So the Catholic Business Network of Baltimore, the why, is to lovingly 
uh, go make disciples of all nations, which is our Lord's last command to us. So that's the why of the And you're meeting people where they are in their everyday life, in their exactly. everyday business life, and that, I think, makes a difference in terms of that. Exactly. We've been talking today with Meg Ducey, current president of Catholic Business Network of Baltimore, and Jim Randisi, the organization's founder and the 2020 Catholic Business Leader of the Year. Congratulations. And if you want to get in touch with CBNB, you can find them on the web at cbnbaltimore.org. And uh, you can attend their meetings every fourth Friday of the month up in the Hunt Valley area. Thank you so much for being with us today, Meg and Jim. Thank, Thank you for you. this opportunity. This is Chris Gunty of the Catholic Review, and you've been listening to Catholic Baltimore. Life can be hard, and at times we feel overwhelmed and alone. When faced with problems, know that there is a group of Catholics who are part of the prayer ministry of the Archdiocese of Baltimore, waiting to lift you and your needs to God in prayer. This ministry is comprised of men and women, young and old, religious and lay, from every ethnic and cultural background. They pray as individuals and in groups, in homes and meeting spaces throughout Baltimore. Like you, they are people who have suffered the same hurts, fears, pains, sickness, loss, and everyday burdens. Learn more about this ministry by visiting our website at www.archbalt.org. If you are in need of prayer, send your prayer request to prayers at archbalt.org or by phone to 410-547-5517. Would you like to volunteer to be a part of the ministry? Prayer ministers are always needed. Please call or email our coordinator who would be happy to speak with you. Child abuse is not only a crime, it's also a sin. The Archdiocese of Baltimore has long made the protection of children a leading priority in its parishes, schools, and other ministries. The Archdiocese seeks to keep kids safe through rigorous training and background checks and by implementing a zero-tolerance policy for anyone credibly accused of abusing a child. For more information about the Archdiocese's efforts to keep our children safe, please visit www.archbalt.org. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Catholic Baltimore. As we prepare for the week ahead, let us do so in prayer together as one community of faith. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let us also ask the blessing and intercession of our blessed mother as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. May God bless us and keep us always in his love.